Welcome to Sad Boys, a podcast about feelings and other things also. I'm Jarvis. And I'm Jordan. And Nate, you give it a shot. I'm, I'm, oh God, no. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh it's baby's, you revealed it. You, you baby's first podcast. Yeah, Jordan yeah. has this thing where he just like takes the wind out of our guest sails at all times. I'm Nathan Stance. We are joined today by a very special guest, uh, Nathan One Night Stand Stands of Genji Gaming, of the Esportsman Like Podcast, mm-hmm. and just a general uh, good boy. Formerly oh, actually, of- hey, hey, can we cut that? Esportsman Like Conduct hasn't recorded an episode in four weeks. My chat is mad. Our fans are mad. Oh. If we say that, there's just some, there's some oh. anger in the- We can't I mean, even mention the word. According to the Twitter, it's on the way, right? New graphic designer? Uh, we like to tweet that every week or so to keep them strung <laughs> along. Uh, cool. We have people join every single day and say like, hey man, is, is iTunes like broken? Like obviously you're still oh. uploading the podcast because you're interacting with us in Discord and social media. <laughs> is iTunes broken? That has to be it. See, yeah. what's yeah. funny, what's no funny is that Jordan and I can't relate as uh, we did not string our audience along for a full calendar year before re-releasing mm-hmm. our podcast. Oh, That's yeah. why I'm here. I, I believe uh, in you guys. Yeah. If you, it, I mean, if you want tips on consistency, check out the Oxfeed. <laughs> um, That's funny. But you know what you know what's funny is that our audience was pretty understanding and I think that's mm-hmm. because of the nature of the show. And so we didn't we did get a lot of like hey um you know whenever it's okay for you and you feel like you're up to it maybe mm-hmm. Uh, maybe record the podcast again. <laughs> it's like, no, we want to, we want to. It's just like a lot of moving parts and a lot of schedules. And uh, we're, we're, I do we're, like the idea of framing it as a favor. A fan base of empaths, says Aaron in the chat, which is a wonderful, a wonderful way of, of saying it. Today, we're streaming this live on twitch.tv slash pod. And we're also here to answer audience questions and give advice uh, that we're not qualified in any way to give. Uh huh. Uh huh. I like to have very staunch points when I give advice, so this is going to oh, work. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. yeah, you. Uh, That's just it. That's the only. The world area is black and white. I will tell you that much. The, the yeah. world is black and white. There's no gray uh-huh. area to speak of, and mm-hmm. your word is law. Yeah, 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 that's true. What if, yeah. what if all yeah. of the lock questions? Lock her up. I've been screaming it. Lock what her about, up. <laughs> what if every question is just about opinions on movies that you hate? <laughs> Uh, that will pop the fuck off. Uh, I would be scared too because I think that like my audience knows me and knows what I hate and they're like, oh, that stands. What's he doing? I feel like if I gave my opinions to people who didn't know me, they would think I'm a fucking idiot. Right. Oh, yeah. Please. You do. You, there's setting. a certain amount of investment that an audience has to give before they don't immediately leave you after hearing your first controversial opinion. Yeah, what's yeah, what's exactly. been the spiciest take to date? Which is the one that you. So for context, uh, Nate hates a lot of very popular movies usually movies starring people of color and you've shared a not few true. of them but i don't know what not true most <laughs> you've actually made a career out of it it's like uh, uh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the flow chart is like does it star a person of color in which yeah, case yeah, definitely, yeah. throw it in the dumpster yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you I tell you what honestly though mate you could make a lot of money doing that <laughs> like, if it's you true, true. i would go channel. full ben shapiro and just yeah. do like have a, so yeah. much success you There's in particular a, it's fu- it's a funny thing that happens to comedians where they're like well i'm not funny so i guess i'll just uh, be all right i'll cancel yeah. culture oh huh? yeah we all hate they're it. canceling oh, me 
Yeah, I'm, even the reason I'm not successful. Insane. Yeah, I have had to go on so many diatribes in my chat because uh, you guys probably know, but there's been like a bit of a Me Too movement in the gaming community, specifically mm -hmm. in the oh, fighting yeah. game community lately. Yes, yes, yes. And I feel like I have to start every stream with like, no, this is good. Like, don't support right. these people. There's no, I have banned maybe 230 anime profile pictures on Twitter. When I see one of these Me Tooers, these predators tweet, and then these people be like, well, this isn't that bad. Like, yeah. this should be a legal issue. Innocent until proven guilty, am I right? Yeah, sure, and I just yeah. have to sit there and random and there's it's cathartic but i feel worse at the end it's like eating a big bowl of ice cream you know like it feels good and then it feels bad <laughs> so a couple things one i want to ask you both how your weeks are going two mm -hmm. before we get into advice and stuff i do want to talk about some of this drama specifically the sky williams stuff oh, crazy mm -hmm. Uh, cause that shit is just, there's been so much drama. A lot of it is like harrowing. A lot of it's like, you know, victims sharing their stories. And then recently there's been some stuff that's like, well, let me tell you about the buck wild shit that was going on that nobody <laughs> knew about. That's not even like harassment related. It's just this sociopath stole a bunch yeah. of money from a lot of people and yeah, but in crazy ways. It'd be fine if he was just like, no, I, you have to like pay me rent. He's like, you don't have to pay me rent, but I will break all your stuff if you don't listen to every word I say. Okay, yeah. It's so let's so not weird. get ahead of ourselves. I yeah, do sorry, want, sorry, we sorry, are going to talk sorry, about sorry, this. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, but first, uh, I wanted to just ask, mm -hmm. Stans, how, how's your, how's your week been? It's been, uh, they, well, this it's is a podcast about emotions. And I was like, yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I've been creating a Bare Naked Ladies cover band. And that was <laughs> there my we go. intro. There and you stole go. my thunder. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I have been having a bit of an existential crisis on stream for the past seven days. Oh, tell me about it. This is our, our existential <sighs> crisis is, oh is being streamed live. This yeah, is, this is yeah. It, 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 it's very healthy. It's like a form of therapy for me where I just turn on the stream and I go, hey guys, you know, I've been really sad lately. And then I kind of just like throw spaghetti at the fridge. Like, I think I'm sad because this, and maybe it's this, and maybe it's this. And they have to listen because they're watching. Like they can leave, but they don't. It's yeah. so weird. And I feel bad about that too. And I'm in this cycle of, of weird feelings. Well, I think it's cool to have a platform where the audience can validate, like where you can just like say how you're feeling because there's a toxic side of this. You know, there's been a lot of stuff happening in in gaming and specifically with streaming where there's been toxic fan bases that have not, where a streamer tries to share what they're going through and an audience of people who like haven't developed empathy yet are right. unable to- Just play to, games. Yeah, 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 yeah. just We're play games. Why games. are you, like stop being yeah. such a pussy, bro. Like yeah. you just fucking 360 no scope, please. Uh -huh. And that's, that's shitty. So I do think it's cool to be cultivating a space where you can be that open and, and kind of normalize it too, because I, I think this is a time when we're we're all we're not all all right because like shit's mm -hmm. fucked everywhere and not also not doing it to like exclusion if you did one day just say okay vlog channel now and this is going to be my focus because this is what i want to talk about instead it's just please a, don't leak <laughs> you're making yourself a three-dimensional person instead which just means that all the people that already like you are seeing that that's they're not independent of you doing the things that they like yeah. It's kind mm -hmm. of in the same vibe for you, Jarvis. I mean, I know once we jump back into Sad Boys, there are a big chunk of people that were like, oh my God, he's alive. I he's know. Like he, a person. He, he has opinions about things that aren't animated stories or life hacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Jordan, how are you doing? How's your week been? How's Adam Brody as well? <laughs> he's, he's, he's all good. This is Nate, this is Nate Stans. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that makes, that makes sense, actually. He does look a lot like you. He's just um, talented. Oh, uh, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's talking to Brody right now, not me. Yeah. <laughs> Stands, do we have the same microphone and the same microphone stand? Yeah, I'm sure this is the standard like content creator. I, I like, Jordan knows this about me, buying things. <laughs> 
it makes me feel like I am progressing through life in a way that is satisfactory to what other people do. I'm like the nuclear family. Like, okay, got to have a house and got to do this and got to yeah, buy the microphone yeah, yeah, and got to yeah. do this. So yeah, I've got the SM7B, the road shock mount. I've got the cloud lifter. I've got the focus right going. We've got audition. Dude, I've got all those things. I've got yeah, audition. Yeah, exactly. I got, yeah, good shit. Yeah. I just wanted to just solidarity. You know, I felt weird buying this road shock mount with my fucking right. Sennheiser uh, or my sure, my sure Mike. So thanks for being an, an ally, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Please buy things. Let's get the economy. <laughs> but Jordan, how is your week going? We interrupted you. Yeah. Fuck your week, Jordan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's sort of what I was thinking as well. Uh, that's been a sentiment a lot this week. We've been doing a lot of sad boy stuff and a lot of creative stuff, which always makes me feel better. makes me feel like I can be agent, but I'll be honest with you. The time difference is <laughs> beginning to kill me. It's been six months now. I had my visa, looked promising. Visa was not taken away, but the use—the fact that you can use that was kind of thrown away. Don't get me wrong, kind of happy to be here compared to what you boys are going through over there. But Jesus, the fact that everybody wakes up so late and that if I wanted to play a game with somebody or even just have a decent chat with them during a workday means I'm staying up till like 5 a.m. is just screwing with my sleep schedule or something crazy. But on the other side of things... I'm getting pretty settled. I decided to stop compromising on like, who knows when I can get my yeah. lights from the storage space. Blah, blah, blah. So I just got a new set of lights. Nate, you know this about me, but I like buying things. Mm. Uh, hey, let's go. <laughs> am I right, lads? And I, I, I like built out like an actual desk space. I started using the routines I used to. I don't know. I'm feeling a lot more human and at the same time, a lot less consistent. My fingers are crossed that this is like the first of many weeks of being a little bit more, a little bit more patterned, but before this, it's been a bit of a wild ride. This is fun. Yeah, this has been a cool thing that we've got going on. And it's helping me, you know, feel alive. Yeah, it's almost like seeing people. Yeah, and it's almost like <laughs> it's almost like going live, you know? This should be good, right? Thanks for asking, everyone. My week has been chill. I, you know, just trying to be a big shot, be an internet, you know, juggernaut of sorts. Nate, um, do you have any tips? Uh, yeah, I've heard a lot about this algorithm. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 I'm trying yeah. to learn more about it. It's what, a, what do they call um, the people who look at stock charts and try and pretend it means something? Uh, technical analysis. That's how I feel about people talking about the <laughs> try YouTube to, algorithm. They pretend it means something. <laughs> I, uh, I know a lot about the YouTube algorithm and it doesn't, mm -hmm. like there's only so much you can learn where it, where it helps. Like, because there is a degree to which, at which you have to know things about your own goals it's mm -hmm. like I could give anyone else advice all the live long day about their channel. It's hard to give myself advice because I don't know what I want. So it's like right. uh, there's a larger question behind that. But if you ever want to talk about the YouTube algorithm, I do. I am uh, not certified to talk about it, but YouTube lets me talk about it with them on stage <laughs> at ah, VidCon. So yeah, you, uh, now we're you, talking. Yeah. You dropped out of medical school before you became certified, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, smarter than those doctors. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't believe them. They tell me to wear a mask. And yeah. You're sort of right. a, a holistic YouTube algorithm kind mm -hmm. of guy, right? Mm -hmm. Eastern I really, algorithms. I'm in, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really that. into yeah. the Eastern stuff. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I light a lot of incense, and that helps with the click-through rates. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, let me write that down. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So... I'm just going to take a hard left turn into some of this ridiculous uh, Let's do it. gaming drama. So yeah. because oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's racking, like I am losing my mind. So <sighs> where do I start? Smash houses, the concept of them. So mm -hmm. in the world of Smash Brothers, the Nintendo character fighting game, there's a competitive scene and there's a lot of people who, because there's basically no money in the scene, a lot of people who get together, like almost living on top of one another in houses so that they can be like playing with top talent all the time. Mm -hmm. And 
there is this guy who ran what seems like three smash houses slash mansions or four. Yeah. He kind of like upgraded them over time. And just so chat understands, Super Smash Brothers Melee is not a game that can be played online until recently. Until recently. And so they kind of had to either go to conventions or houses or mini tournaments or basements or arcades to play it together. And so it makes a little bit more sense that these top players, if they want to get better. It's an extremely engaged community to the degree where like many people have built an identity around it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the idea of staying with all of those people in that house, it's not like, you know, random NBA stars or staying in a house. It is the Smash community. It kind of adds mm -hmm. up. Yeah. And so... Oh, we should mention this guy is also independent of this. Just kind of a personality in the Smash scene. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's like this dude, Sky Williams. He's like a personality in the Smash scene. He's a YouTuber. He like, I think he played like League of Legends or something where he's like... Yeah, he used to make like silly videos, like not only parody songs, but like... Uh, like the kind of screaming YouTuber that you would kind of get like, oh, I'm very frustrated about this thing that happened in my game and I'm going to yell. And people really liked him for yeah, a couple yeah. of years. Yeah, he made some yeah. And so how like will become clear later, but somehow he amassed like these houses and he was having like tons of people living in them way more than. Yeah, between like, 20 to 30. Between 20 yeah. to 30 people yeah. living in these houses, like on top of one another, not all of them are paying rent. And some of the like top talent, you know, in the game at various points were like living in these houses. And it came out recently due to some allegations of some like shady shit that went down in the houses, how the houses operated. And I've been reading Twitlonger upon Twitlonger about how this man would run these these smash houses where he's essentially the like king of the home and the rules are like don't wake him up mm -hmm. and like don't walk in his room without announcing yourself or something yeah 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 you cannot no. you're not allowed to like go in his room you're not allowed to wake him up before noon if you do, like there's arbitrary punishments for all these you things have to leave the room backwards while still bowing mm -hmm. yeah, yeah definitely my lady my lady and then they like there are these leaked conversations like leaked facebook chats from his housemates where he's talking about how because like I, I don't even know what the inciting incident was but it was like someone got something dirty or didn't clean up something or whatever didn't and clean up the kitchen the kitchen yeah. must be cleaned every night that is his thing. yeah the one kitchen must be cleaned things, yeah. every night and then he was yeah. like because no one is owning up to not cleaning i'm gonna come and i'm gonna break something in, in everyone's room oh my god i missed this part yeah i will go into your room find your like most prized possession and i will break it unless $300 cash, no Venmo, is left on my nightstand by tomorrow morning. Like Hunger Games style. He says like, I wish you the best of luck. Yeah, I, he, yeah. yeah. he like really does. It seems like he gets off on like treating people like that. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah, it's like power social jigsaw. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, really. Oh, it's bad. It's, it's, it's bad. absurd because like all of his correspondence that is leaked is like he sees himself like a jigsaw or like a joker type where, uh, you know, like a miner who was a victim inside of his home shared their story. And then when he found out about it, his response to somebody was like, oh, I'm going to spirit bomb that girl. And it's like, all right, don't co-opt my beloved Dragon Ball Z for your sociopathic bullshit. But, yeah. and then people started posting about the debt he's in. Cause like there was another like unspoken rule of the house where it was like, don't lend sky money. And, <laughs> and one Only guy- Only pay him when you haven't cleaned the kitchen. And it was like, yeah. you won't, you won't get your money back. One guy posted a twit longer where he's like, Sky owes me $55,000. <laughs> and, and then it fucking cascades and yeah. so many people. And it was like, okay, well, it's like, wait, question, how, why, what? And so he owes him $55,000 because this guy apparently wasn't even in the scene the same way anymore. And he got this sob story from Sky about how his father had cancer 
and then he was like playing on the fact that he knew that this dude had like had cancer sort of in his family or it had some loss related to that and so he was emotionally like essentially manipulated by by this and then he he gives him this money only to find out that his dad never had cancer and then weirdly there's a point in the twit longer there's a point in the twit longer where he's like and i wish that's where it ended like it's like if only it didn't get worse after that because then it's like you find out that it's unclear in the twit longer but it sounds like his dad like sky claims that his dad lied to him about needing the money mm-hmm. and used it for a cosmetic penis surgery <laughs> we all do we all and I'm do. just Come like on. But but uh, <laughs> because of the um, because of the like indirect like pronoun that was used, it's not clear if it was Sky or his father who's being. Uh, yeah, one of them's packing. I will one, say one that. of them's one yeah. of them's got themselves a brand new D. <laughs> well, you don't know what the cosmetic choice was. It's oh, true. Yeah, it was too big. It could have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have been uh, yeah. like now it's glow in the dark. Yeah, yeah. I do like that. It, now it's got Bluetooth connectivity. Yeah. 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 Scratch and sniff. <laughs> yeah, got, oh, gross. Oh, God. Disconnect. Like, so all these Twitlongers are coming out. By the way, Twitlonger is a website where you can write text and that's it. And they call it Twitlonger <laughs> because a lot of people share links from Twitter because Twitter. You know, you could formerly only post 140 characters, now 280 characters. And so Some, it's, I, I believe it's a technical limitation. They don't want that on Twitter. It just, for whatever. For right. They, like could, they couldn't figure it out. Like the website barely works as it is. And they figured adding any more characters would just mm-hmm. be ooh, too, too They tough. look at Wikipedia and their developers vomit. <laughs> oh, how do they do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah. what? Oh. And people can edit these? <laughs> people can edit these and it's like, and it's like moderated. Uh. Um, so, uh, okay. So for anyone who's actually curious, the reason that Twitter tweets are so short is because it was originally a service based on texting and sms and that's where the limit comes from okay so these twitlongers are coming out that are talking about like the the nuances of how the house worked and and dropping all this all this intel and then sky who we're pretty sure now is like a a sociopath and like is trying to control the situation for his own personal gain is like should i go live or should I, what does he say? He's make like, should YouTube I, should I make a YouTube should I video? A should I do a yeah. twit longer or should I go live? And then the God. other Like two- somebody trying to get, a, like a psychopath trying to get a description of what they should do at a yeah, funeral. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, uh, everybody's like, write a twit longer, make a YouTube video. And then he's like, okay, I will do a live. I will go live and I will <laughs> respond to all these things. And not only that, I'm going to monetize it. I'm going to be talking about yeah. victims by name. I'm going to be naming abusers. I'm going to be rambling to the point where it makes absolutely yeah. no sense. Donation goals to reveal more abusers. Oh, we only need 50 more subs. I'll reveal the next one. To be fair, hey, maybe he's going to pay people back with that cash. Ah, yeah, he won't. (laughs) He owes $350,000. And then... Yeah, and then he just rambles for like two hours. I'm 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 refreshing my Smash Twitter list, watching people react, like going, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah. And then he never says anything. Like people are posting memes of people saying nonsense, and you know, like they're posting memes about how his the map of how his house works. How <laughs> it's like, you know, <laughs> of this like giant maze or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then eventually. He goes on break. He's like, he's like, okay, I need, I need a break. And then he puts on the break. He comes back from the break and is immediately someone in his house, like pulls the power on the router. Mm-hmm. And it comes out that it was the dude who he owed $55,000. So really? Yeah. It was the guy, it was Samuelson or whatever. Oh, that's uh, amazing. Cause one of my friends in melee 
uh, tweeted like, I'm going to go to his house and stop him. Like, this is insane. Like there could be legal ramifications. And uh, then it obviously stopped. And I was like, oh shit, Tafo did it. Like he went there. How insane. Well, so yeah, it was like, uh, well, I just know that Void, the smasher, uh, tweeted mm-hmm. that when he tweeted the um, twit longer from this dude who owed him $55,000, he replied to it saying, by the way, this is the guy who uh, pulled Stopped the router. The internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Because he also lived in the house. So he was like Mm -hmm. giving his perspective on stuff too. And so first of all, I don't like, I'm just like, wow, like that man is looking at this train wreck happening and he's like, I'm going to protect your image despite the fact that you Stockholm syndrome must be, right? Or maybe he thinks that's what's going to get the 55K. Like, hey, come on, man, I scratched your back. I don't know. It's just like such a nonsensical thing. And I am so wrapped up in the drama and I hate myself for it, to be quite frank. <laughs> it's It's been a hell of a month for it, though. Yeah. Two weeks deep and we've already got, well, I mean, I don't want to necessarily associate a lot of the melee stuff with like, oh, crazy fun drama, because some of it is really traumatic and awful. Yeah, but that's the thing. Yeah, fascinating. And then you throw in disrespect in there. And the oh, oh my god! Can, can we talk? Should can we, we talk about disrespect? Yeah, when he joins Brime, you guys are gonna lose your minds. Oh my god! Yeah, when he's <laughs> when he like unannounced goes live on YouTube Gaming, that's when it's yeah. all. When he goes live yeah. on that service that is a joint venture between Google and Spotify, <laughs> yeah. that's when, him and uh, Joe Rogan are gonna have their own branded stream. Gen G signs him to play exclusively Minesweeper or whatever. All right, yeah, yeah. So, that's what we did, and now it's like kind of gotten too big, so we don't know how to announce them. It's a little awkward. St- stands. I yeah. feel like you could probably give a overview of the yeah. Dr. Disrespect situation better than I could. Do you, w- would you be comfortable doing that? I am comfortable doing that. And chat or anyone listening, message me hateful things if I get a single detail wrong. Because mm. I get or off for fun. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for fun. Or actually just message me hateful things. Let's forget about Dr. Disrespect. So Dr. Disrespect is one of the biggest streamers on Twitch.tv. By concurrence, he is maybe the biggest since Ninjalect. He is a man who used to develop maps for Call of Duty, who when he retired from Activision, became a streaming personality with a mullet. He's like got this whole 80s motif. He's got the glasses. He's got aviators on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like his whole thing is like, I am this 80s action hero that is obviously larger than life. It's very silly. You're watching for the joke of it. Watch me play shooter games. And so he's done this for years. He's got a huge fan base. He's making a lot of money. I'm going to mention this. I don't know if it's pertinent because we don't actually know what's going on. He got very into Shungite and other conspiracy (laughs) theories in the last two months. Uh, Shungite is a rock or mineral, sorry, that supposedly blocks 5G. Um, 5G is what a lot of people believe is perpetuating COVID because Bill Gates is trying to microchip <laughs> our children. I, I'm not sure about all it's of that. It's a hard logic to follow because it's complete nonsense. Yeah, yeah. But it, he did like start referencing and sharing like conspiracy, like sort of David Icke documentaries are mentioned and stuff yes, like that, yes. like sort of Often. known conspiracy peoples. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he's doing this all of a sudden. He's talking about conspiracies. He's streaming on Twitch. And earlier this year, he signs a big deal to become an exclusive Twitch streamer. So some people know that streamers like Ninja and Shroud have left. They've signed to Mixer or Facebook Gaming like Zero and Toast. And so like a lot of these streamers are like, man, should I be signing a big deal? Should I be getting some money? And Dr. Disrespect is one of Twitch's big ones, along with Pokimane and Tim the Tapman of like, these are our streamers. We're signing them yeah. to multi-year deals. We love their yeah. content. Uh, and so he's got this big Twitch deal and he's only a couple months in. And then one day he's streaming. And he says something to the effect of, guys, life is real weird right now, but you know what? We're, we're going to get through it. And all the time a Roblox video is playing in the background. It's a this weird is Roblox weird video. Shit. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. And then he looks at his phone and he goes, oh, fuck. And then he goes to like a, an interstitial screen, like, hey, you know, this broadcast has been disrupted kind of thing. And he's never seen again. Yeah. Where it's and just that's like- it. 
like, some like, real and then, life oh, and then, uh, creepypasta so, shit. Well, so immediately after that streamer, the next day or whatever, it comes out that he's been banned permanently from Twitch. Yeah, his account has been deleted even. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, it's been deleted. Wow. So uh, a so, platform yeah. where he, it was just announced that he signed like a multi-million dollar deal with the platform. So mm-hmm. it's like this zero to fucking 60 thing where shit just like, completely turned and no one knows why and so everyone's been looking at the last eight minutes of his stream trying to Mm -hmm. you know theorize what's what's happening there's all kinds of nonsensical nonsensical theories uh one of which is that it's something related to like a rival streaming platform or something or he's trying to like poach people off of twitch which none of that makes sense because like he had you know millions of dollars what in the possible bag benefit already would he get out of that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but and we, sh- we should mention i mean like it was announced with less than zero information like yeah don't get me wrong this shit happens all the time with twitch but for somebody of that scale and then no explanation for a shit ton of time is straight up bizarre yeah yeah, and that's the perfect breeding ground for conspiracy theories like shungai uh or like uh, you know sexual assault because it's like during this me too stuff or that he's going to another platform anything is on the table and so everything got thrown out there as if like this is the source of truth like i know other yeah. streamers are tweeting like i know what happened and it's crazy so i'm not going to tell you which I think is the dumbest shit in the world. So yeah, no, there's people yeah. there's people who allegedly mm-hmm. know what's going on, but then they're like, I can't say it because it's so crazy and they don't want to like put themselves out there. I also throw out, Nate, what yeah. do you think you're qualified to? And it can't be anything related to your job. Mm-hmm. What do you think you're qualified to give advice on? Better yet, what are you not qualified to give advice on, but will be willing to do? Oh, I think, well, what am I actually qualified to give advice on? No, 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 no. I don't no, want you that want the anymore. opposite. You want what I'm not qualified <laughs> on, but what I yes. will give advice on. Oh, yeah. Um, damn. This is a real relatively like financially privileged white person like went to school. I feel so well-rounded that I I, I don't, <laughs> hey. I know, no. Exactly. It's bad. It's bad. I need to check myself, but I'm like, no, I, I know a lot of stuff. Like I'm sure I can think through it, right? Yeah. I no, feel like a Supreme Court justice who's like, just give me a tough one and I'll figure it out. I, I also feel like a Supreme Court justice, frankly. Yeah. yeah. How hard could it be? Just think. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel corrupt and overpaid. Now that we've talked about a uh, weird drama section of the show, we can get into uh, the advice segment. Let's- I have a question for you. Can I start? Yeah, you you absolutely can. (laughs) Please, yeah. Yeah, so I talked about it when we opened the show that I've been feeling a little weird and I've been using people who watch my content to kind of like pontificate and throw it out there. Right. Am I doing myself a disservice because there is no accountability and I'm just like throwing it out there and I'm not listening to anything? I guess, like, do you ever have that? You create, both of you create content mm, and sometimes right. you are sad and sometimes you like mention, you're like, oh, I'm showing people more of a 3D version of myself. Yeah. And there for me, it ends there. And I go, well, guess I'm going to stay sad, <laughs> you know, or I'm going to stay dumb. Jay, you want to jump in first? Yeah. I was going to say, this is a good question because I think it's, uh, I think it's a slippery slope, like to take in too much. Mm-hmm. So I think what you're doing now is fairly safe, right? It's like, hey, you know, like I am a human and I have peaks and valleys of my like emotional curve. Mm-hmm. Just letting you know, audience. Um, and maybe you'll get some people who are like, hey, you know, take care of yourself, whatever, good, good messages here and there. But if you look too deeply into it, I worry that there can be a dependence that's built that is ultimately toxic, right? Because mm-hmm. I always think about what what am I relinquishing to the external? Like if I'm worrying too much about what other people think over here, then I'm no longer in control of that. And I think that I try to you know, I'll go to therapy or I'll like figure out what my own tools are for me to work on something personally. But yeah, it's it. I think what you're doing is fine because you're just like being transparent and being a three dimensional person. I I think that like 
taking in too much or reading too much. Like I think that it's fine to read it and just take it as data, but you know, I would say be conservative when it comes to like allowing too much of that, too much of that in. Cause it's like any external validation. You know, if like whenever you're sad, you need to go to a friend or whatever, mm -hmm. it's, it's a band aid. but ultimately like working through that stuff, like maybe with professional help or like having a dialogue with yourself about it can build codependence. Like you don't want to have that relationship mm -hmm. with the audience. That's a really good question. But what do you think? When Jordan? you say that you are worried about doing yourself a disservice because there's no accountability, what exactly do you mean by that? Like you would want to tell somebody who would keep you more accountable to improving yourself? I think I was using it as a function of Twitch chat because I've been streaming a lot and like I talk to chat and I don't have to do anything they say, right? Like their chat. But I, in actually other aspects of my life, it's like, oh, I'm sad or I, I did this thing that I don't like that I did. Well, not going to change anything. <laughs> Just going to do it again in two weeks. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, am I like morally obligated to myself because mm -hmm. I should love myself to fix things that I am not happy with? Or is oh, it more myself? Mm to just be myself. And I get really, I get caught in that whirlpool. I often. would, oh, that's, I, I have two yeah. thoughts on that. The TLDR is no, I don't think you're doing yourself a disservice. And that's not to Buddy or Brad. I just, I'm very familiar with the vibe you're talking about, but from like mm -hmm. a more personable level, I think right after I got initially diagnosed with, with a, you know, my host of mental illness things, I started finding that my life was just talking about it. Mm -hmm. Every conversation I would have would either be about podcasts, D&D, &D, or my mental health. And I started mm. becoming self-conscious about the fact that is that just who I am? Has my ego been replaced by somebody who's in flux? Mm -hmm. Especially since I would rarely feel like the same person at, uh, since or every day or sometimes I'd touch a really elated, engaged version of myself and then the next one is low and disengaged and I'm like, oh God, do I have to be this person? Does every conversation have to include this? And then I presented that idea to my psychiatrist who had been along for the whole journey and they specifically told me that the brain, or at least this is how I interpret it, that the brain is a muscle that is just as open to atrophying as anything else. And when it comes to emotional expression, it doesn't necessarily have to be that you go to the gym and you walk out swole. Mm -hmm. Like every single time you stretch it, every single time you even do a minor little bit of expression, every day, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, you might not notice initially, but in six months, you'll have some shredded abs. You know what I mean? To mm -hmm. want to walk away from something like that with clear growth, clear satisfaction out of it a bunch of people in the chat saying he's done it he's improved uh, is, <laughs> yeah. is a very difficult thing to throw at yourself especially when it comes to personal growth because you just hate yourself if you fail but also I think the gym metaphor is so good i feel like i'm right? like skipping leg day <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah i don't i don't talk to anyone about anything it's all in my head and i never want to and i that's weird but i i i, I yeah. would contest that this is still a positive step towards that because another dangerous thing about feeling that there's no accountability is almost like treating expressing yourself as a zero-sum game like mm -hmm. i spent all my expression currency this week talking to chat now i can't engage with anyone else or now like mm -hmm. what's the yeah. point of saying it elsewhere it's just you know you've got infinite cash might as well just spend it's like your real life yeah i think of it as like you know to use a gaming metaphor it's like a resource management type situation where working on everything at once is exhausting so especially for those of us who spend a lot of time thinking about ourselves or self-critical, I'm, I'm going to always have a much longer list, laundry list of things I want to change about myself than I have time to change right mm -hmm. now. And being aware of the problem is an important step. Accepting that you are that way and, and accepting yourself and knowing that you're valid, even with these, you know, things that you may not like be your favorite things about yourself is I think a good way of being. And then on top of that, 
like you can invest some energy in working through the things you want to uh, things you want to work on, the things you want to improve. But I don't think there's a moral responsibility to be fixing all of those things all of the time because that mm-hmm. would be overwhelming. For me personally, I always have a priority list in my head of things that I'm like working on. And if I'm not able to, like eventually I want to stop ordering Mm. out so much, you know, but right now when my emotional reserves are low, when I, you know, need that fuel, that quick fuel from elsewhere, that's not particularly fuel efficient for my sort of Mm. self it does get the job done right now. And sometimes I need, I need that help. I need that, like that shortcut. Can I ask if there's anything, is there a really, really specific piece that like a motif you keep coming back to when you do talk about it on your stream? Or is it just kind of like a comprehensive, I don't feel a hundred percent human or like a hundred percent right. Or is it like, I I hate my fucking hair. Oh yeah, no, 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 it's never that. I, I, okay, this is, this is gonna sound weird. I'm gonna try and put this in a way that doesn't make me sound like a sociopath. No, both Um, welcome. I, am very comfortable with myself as a human being, both happy and sad and things that I like that I do and things that I don't like that I do. I feel like, oh, like this is me. I am Nathan and I don't change the things I don't like. And I also like don't change like sometimes maybe I think I shouldn't be so harsh on like critiquing movies. Like, am I doing that to be weird or I shouldn't be this? But I'm like, no, that is me. I'm not going to change anything about me, you know, at all. And so whether, yeah. whether it's being sad or like little idiosyncrasies or friendships, I, I am willing to change nothing. Like I have the laundry list, not even a single step. So I actually think that's a really good thing. You do not sound like a sociopath. I think a lot of people are coming at this, myself included, are coming at it from another angle where it's like, how do I accept these things about myself? Because for me, for the longest time, things I didn't like about myself would bring me down. Mm-hmm. That's not good because it doesn't serve anyone, right? Like mm-hmm. it's like uh, every time I think about it, it brings me down, but I can't. And then you're do down because you think about and it. And then yeah, I'm yeah, down because yeah, yeah, I yeah. think about it. Yeah, it's like, why, like, what is this for? But where you're coming from is really cool. And I think I'm newly entering this world of like being confident with who I am mm-hmm. and accepting myself for who I am. And squaring that with the part of me that is just like a part of my personality that wants to continue to improve myself. Mm-hmm. I want to find the balance between like, okay, I'm making some strides to improve this thing. That thing, it's still, you know, I'm aware of it. I'm not able to address everything at once. So it's going to have to like sit sort of in the hopper for now. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I think you were doing yourself a big service by accepting who you are because you can accept yourself as like, I think if you can be comfortable with yourself, but then know that there's know that there's things that you would like to improve, I think that's helpful because you don't bring yourself down. And then when you decide that you would like to start improving things, you know where to start. Like, I don't think that you have to, you know, if you're not feeling a desire to change mm-hmm. these things, I would think about like, okay, well, how do these things affect me internally? How do these things affect people in my life externally, those could be reasons to take action on them. But if you're comfortable, then you can kind of like pick and choose when you dive into those issues. It's interesting that this has become a focus in your life, despite not feeling too self-conscious about those issues in the first place. Has there been like a particular one that's been Mm -hmm. highlighted to you or a particular one you don't feel like you're getting stronger at that is causing rifts in your life in some way? Yeah, I think I I can't think of any like specific riffs besides like feeling like maybe I am not the best friend or partner, but being like very opinionated. 
uh, is like maybe like the main gist of it. it's like, oh, I'm very opinionated and I don't think that everything is black and white, but like I very much think X and Y both, you know, politically or socially or, and yeah, I think I'm right, but everyone thinks they're right. Like, do I, do I have an obligation to something? I don't know. I, I think that's maybe the biggest one is that like, sometimes I don't leave things lie. Uh, just like, all right. I mean, I fine. think the over communication, and I say that in a good way, the over communication on the stream is, I don't know, kind of feels like a step in the right direction. I think if you're flexing that muscle comfortably and consistently, the, the idea that somebody could then come along and say, hey, Nate, not thrilled about the racism or whatever, then you, <laughs> you know, all jokes aside, just like, and then I ban them and we move on. Get the yeah. fuck out of here, yeah. anime yeah. avatar. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, you can take that feedback, synthesize it a little bit, not to say that all feedback is valid. But you can take that feedback and then like put it in a context of all the uh -huh. things you've been expressing over X amount of time or at least reply to them in the kind of analytical way you've been doing mm -hmm. by yourself. Do you get a lot of replies in the chat that, I don't know, impact your, impact your thinking at all? Or is it more just sort of a, a rebound? Um, you know how a politician goes and does like a debate and it's like facile sure, right like, it's just yeah. like oh they asked a question and i answered a different question or like it's just, <laughs> i feel sometimes maybe like very political uh not politically correct because that's like a buzzword now but it's like i did a recent stream where i took a political you know like the, the the grid and you see like hey where do you end up on this political grid by answering this set of 50 questions and so like i landed right here and other people landed here mm. and so there's like the opportunity to say like i think you're wrong because of x or i like why right. and so like i spent two hours saying like oh like you are not invalid for being there here is why i think this and that was like a little bit draining but i was in no way did anyone sway where my dot was and i couldn't even think of it mm. We've got some questions that came in in a similar theme, actually. Let's talk about other people. I'm no, this <laughs> is this is super I, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe this is the uh, show. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, I don't want to get picked up by like a lab after this because they're like, this guy's fucking. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I think everything you're saying is like perfectly normal. I think uh, I don't want to be a caricature. Like, I think again I to bring it yeah, back, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. like there's characters and it's always sunny and they are like bad people mm. and they like don't care and it's like, am I not a bad person? But am I? not caring about something that I should care about. Is that a maybe tied at all to the fact that you're streaming a lot and you're having to wear a persona so often it's difficult to take off the mask if you have one at all? I don't think I have a mask. I would say I've never, I've personally never known you to, to be honest. Yeah. And I also yeah, I, say, what you're I think that's about. been like my whole conceit of creating content is like, I am going to say the thing I, like, I will be very nice and I like, I will read other people's and take their point. But it's like, yeah, you know, like I, well, I think this but we've, thing. We've all known each other in like very different contexts over time but the first way we all knew each other was working together at patreon how long were you there like a year somewhere yeah a year a year and a half at max in yeah. that year i don't have a single memory of you not taking feedback well ever since and then we made arcs and we've always stayed in touch you've always stuck out to me as somebody that is very comfortable and confident but not through no effort like you've achieved things in your life, put mm. things in place. Nuclear family plan is a thing that you want. It's not as though you've fallen into a bunch of obligation and you're not really satisfied at the core. Yeah. You've made a lot of difficult choices or rather pursued a lot of very difficult things to get right. You've gotten them right. Mm -hmm. And now I, <laughs> it's such an interesting problem to have that you want to be less comfortable with your choices and personality. Whenever I've heard you out on anything that you've talked about, like it always makes sense, right? Like, and I think that, like, I don't see the need to change like a lot of the way that you are because you, it seems like you're thoughtful about the decisions that you make and like the way that you carry yourself. I think 
as a kid, I was a know-it-all. I probably still am. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh no, well, I, like a well actually yeah. before oh, like, I, well actually know, was big, revealed to big me. Big relate, yeah. big relate. In a yeah, 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 yeah. Ask, in like a gatekeeper-y aggressive kind of way, or in like a well-intentioned. I don't know. I, I don't I don't think I would be the fairest person one to say, like, oh, I was definitely well-intentioned. Sure. Like I was perfect. Well, actually, I wasn't being mean by saying well actually. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I but I don't know. I do remember my family thinking that, you know, yeah. like uh, and maybe that's like a part of uh and so when you say like, oh, whenever you have like a take, I feel like it's like, you know, well-reasoned at least. Yeah. It's like, well, that's my my fear again. It's like, well, I'm not, I am not perfect by any means. I'm not For like sure. using logic and facts to destroy Libcucks. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, it's like, so, but, like what am I, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I guess, I guess none of us are, are perfect in that, in that regard. But mm-hmm. I think that anyone who has a certain degree of self-awareness, I don't worry about too much because it's possible that you just like, it's one of those things where you know, you say that you're not actually changing, but I wonder if, you know, it's a case where you look in the mirror every day after the gym and you don't, you know, perceive the change, but you go home for Thanksgiving or something and everyone is like, oh my God, you, you look amazing uh-huh. or whatever. And it's like, oh really? Cause I've been looking at myself every day and I just haven't perceived the micro adjustments. So do you two perceive micro adjustments emotionally around like the way that you tackle I guess, emotional problems. I don't think I perceive any of the micro adjustments, but in therapy, now that I've seen the same person for like a over a year, I think they Mm -hmm. can reflect back to me situations prior, like in the past and how I dealt with them. And I do Mm -hmm. a lot of reflecting back on past situations and how I've process them. And so I'm able to see how I've changed, even though I don't feel like I've changed. Like I have, I can't Mm -hmm. deny the fact that I've changed because certain, like the same thing, the same thing happened, let's say the same type of thing happened. And then I reacted in a different way. And it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. well, what were the circuit? Like, why did I do that? Huh? Interesting. That didn't affect me the same way it used to. I guess that must mean X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. But in the day to day, it does feel like a lot of little failures. Like I'm not able to, I'm not able to live up to what I actually want to be doing. My ideal self, if I'm comparing myself to like how the perfect version of me is acting, I would always set set myself up for failure, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I try not to judge myself on that and sort of remind myself that I'm, you know, well-intentioned and I'm trying my best trademark buy it now or whatever. Oh, he said the, the thing. Store. Holy shit. I know. I hate, yeah. I actually hate it because I use that term a lot and it's like, ah, uh-huh. but um, <laughs> yeah, reflecting. I think it's in, it's in reflection on the past that I see mm. that change has occurred. Interesting. Maybe I'm just not reflecting. I don't feel like a reflector. I don't, well, mm. like if I look back at like what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis, I don't feel like I, I But I would argue that it people reflect in different ways and it feels like you're expressing yourself as your particular brand of that, right? On the stream, albeit somewhere else, we're just talking about the stream, but doing that feels like the same kind of flavor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Albeit with maybe a different expectation because you're not doing it for immediate feedback from the, the, the stand stands. That is what they call them. Does that come yeah. up at all? That surely is a thing for you. What, stand the stands. Stands? Well, yeah, they, they say that. They do say that a lot. Yeah. I think that... A lot of people think my name is Stan, which is a real oh, branding. that's funny. <laughs> might be worth, might be yeah, worth yeah, just changing. Yeah. So, yeah. so two things. One, I think that by externalizing it too, there is a certain amount of like working through it in your head that has to be happening when you are like putting it out there. And it's probably not like Groundhog Day because if, if there's no reflection happening, then like why wouldn't every day feel like Groundhog Day? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, where uh-huh. it's like same old, same old. Yeah, everyone does ref- uh, like reflect in different ways, but I I challenge you to like when a certain situation comes up 
and you react in a certain way. If you can think back to other times that that thing has happened, it's like, is it a cookie cutter reaction that you have? Are you a robot, right? Or or are you mm-hmm. like this evolving? Well, that's my fear. Evolving creature, that, like yeah, in a weird way. I know, I know, I know what I you like, mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a quick. We, we have some chunkier questions to dive into, but Wiz Gamer, which uh, mm-hmm. I know you'll both appreciate as elite gamers like myself, man after my heart. They say, how do you recognize when you're judging yourself too harshly? Which I feel like kind of thematically ties into this, so I wanted to highlight it. I know we've already touched on a lot of pieces of that, but I would maybe throw out external third parties, honestly. If, I mean, this particular example is chat, but it could be just somebody close to you or even somebody not all that close to you trying to get some perspective. I don't know if anybody else suffers from this. In fact, I guarantee that Jarvis does because we've talked about it pretty extensively. But that sense when you're at your worst that the people closest to you and the people you validate yourself with hate you, like surely they can't like me because that would make me feel supported and I'm afraid because I feel bad. Yeah, That is usually the exact flavor in my mouth when I'm judging myself too harshly. But I love a, what there's a big difference Aaron between... Said. Oh, sorry, please. Oh, oh so Aaron, Aaron's got like, and I agree with this, it's like a great litmus test is to imagine if you're cr- criticizing your friend in the same way that you're criticizing yourself mm. because it's very easy for us to deny things that are true about ourselves that we don't deny in other people because we like treat them with more respect sometimes than we we treat ourselves with and in more compassion than we treat ourselves with there's also a behavior that um, is similar to that called uh setting tenants where mm. if you have some kind of experience where you feel so confident it's a good day but it's not a crazy hypermanic day it's just a good day you've received some really nice comments from somebody else about this thing or you just feel really confident in something confident and balanced about hey i'm nice to people at parties if they seem uncomfortable i invite them into the conversation yeah. i'm nice to them get that down in a written form or even just a visual form and you can then use that at your lowest points. Don't get me wrong. It's not, you're not always necessarily going to believe it, but building that list of tenants is pretty essential, especially if you don't have somebody else to remind you. My old apartment that I left voluntarily, uh, <laughs> not, not because of the government, uh, I used to have a series of little scratches right next to my door, which I realized in retrospect made me look like a massive bro and a massive pervert. But these little scratches were for You're the Zodiac a, killer, actually. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm Jordan, yeah. exclamation mark. <laughs> uh, the, I used to write down these little scratches to indicate how many times I thought I couldn't get out of a depression. Oh, it wasn't yeah. just having a slow day or a low day explicitly, oh, I'm fucked. This is just it. This is the worst one yet. There's absolutely no way. By the time I left after a year, it was like, it was like 30, 40 down there. And oh, it, yeah. it didn't fix the problem, but I would have these incredibly low days and then reduce them by 25% because I basically see a video from the future Yo, myself okay, yeah. telling me to shut up. About that. So I don't journal a lot, but sometimes when I'm really going through it, I will try to write down my headspace and like why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling and what has been going on to like lead to this. And I've done it enough and so infrequently that I really can like look at these snapshots in time it does so much. It's like it's like those notches where I can see where my headspace was, how caught up I was being, and how I feel about it now, and how distant I feel from that, like now, or how different I feel as a person. Because when you're really like getting, like if you can talk a lot about your headspace, you can really connect. Like it's almost like you're writing a manifesto, but like it's like what is the thought process of this person, and then compare yourself now to like, can I follow this narrative? Like, does this still track with like my understanding of 
who I am and stuff. And it can really like that, that in a couple of times has taken me out. Like I was going through a, a bad breakup once and I read some stuff I wrote about like uh, a girlfriend that I had had like a, a few years prior. And it almost like took me out of like the depths of feeling bad because I was like, oh, right. Like I was like everything I'm thinking in my, like the unhealthy thoughts that I'm having are like disproven by reading this this right now. And mm -hmm. and the, the to answer the original question, how do you know if you're being too harsh on yourself? It's sometimes hard, but I would challenge you to answer the question, is this true? Is what I'm telling myself right now true? Or is this like a narrative that like I'm self-criticizing mm. and I'm sort of cherry picking evidence to make myself feel bad? And where does it fit in that? Like last stream, we talked about the idea that depression is infectious. It wants to spread through your body. Yeah, virally. it's like a, it's it's fake news. It's it's propaganda. It's yeah, like, it's, it's a, it's it's a lobby gone mad. Honestly, um, it's it, a libcock, frankly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> depression wants you to be depressed. It's not just there and, oh, God, if I can only wipe my way, wipe it away from myself. It's addictive. Depression is addictive. It makes you want to be depressed on some level. And given that lens, though it's very hard to see through that lens sometimes, it gets foggier the more miserable you are, you can indulge sometimes. You can take something you know will make you feel bad, be addicted to it and say, yeah, that interaction I had in high school actually was a really big deal. And whenever yeah. I try and get past it, I think I'm past it. But actually, I'm just in denial there. My friends actually do hate me. There's, a, there's some indulgence there. It's almost like wanting to believe something good when you're in denial. Like, oh, oh yeah, no, it's, she's it's not replying to my yeah. text because she's busy or whatever. No, it's like it's OK to accept things that are legitimate, but yeah. do question them. I definitely feel like the indulgence is real. Uh, like when you're feeling bad, it's like, oh yeah, give me all the bad shit. Like I can only feel bad. I need to feel even worse because I'm such a shitty pile of shit. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's nice to feel. Yeah. You know, yeah. Let your, yeah, yeah. feel your feelings too. Okay. Wait, before we take the next question, I need to, I need to say something. I want to show okay. a video. I don't know oh if Stan God, knows yeah. about this. It's a video oh, that no. we recorded when we were all at Patreon uh -huh. and, uh, we made, it was like a song that we were making up for Natalie Dawn. Oh God, I hate it. I don't want to watch it. I'm going to turn off my stream and I'm going to go. No, it's great because <laughs> no, no, no. it's like, it's pre glow up for all of us. It's, it's just like, yeah, cool. it's yeah, like yeah. talk about a time capsule, but we, we in, all, in yeah, order like to the versions of ourselves, a child would draw if they'd only heard about us. I know other people have more important questions. People think I'm a psychopath again, because I don't watch anything I make ever or listen to it or do anything with it. I throw it into the ether. That's uh, that's and because of this feeling. This feeling I'm having right now makes me so. I am so desensitized. I'm not desensitized because yeah. of I've had to just edit my fucking voice so much. <laughs> there are the three steps to it. Oh my god, I hate myself. I hate the way that I look and sound. Then stage two, well, I hate the way that I look and sound, but I'm comfortable working my way through it. And then stage three, oh, everybody hates the way that they look and sound. I've come to terms with <laughs> yeah. it, and the like one thing I learned from it, I don't do as much anymore. The first three episodes of arcs i say um so fucking much and then after that uh, I, oh my god i just said it there it makes me wince when i lean into oh um. i'm so bad i'm so bad about that stuff and it still happens all the time but yeah i mean arcs especially because i'm kind of doing a voice is a yeah. very weird show to in, uh, engage with adam driver adam sandler and kevin hart don't watch their stuff those are yeah. three people that i don't i was gonna say you're a regular adam driver yeah. well you know yeah. adam driver's one fine. of the really peculiar ones uh, david lynch doesn't watch movies 
that's like oh, his I love David at Lynch. all. I like he, he refuses love to watch David it. Lynch. Anyway, what we have here is a video. This is mid-2016. Look at these children. Uh-huh. Look at these babies. These sweet young boys. We're singing. They just reap fire. You don't look different, Nate. Didn't you, wait, didn't you lose a bunch of weight, though? Uh, yeah, I did lose a bunch of weight to Patreon, yeah. yeah you look, you're looking lean these, even leaner these days, though. Context of this is we're improvising a song. Uh, yeah. Let's see where the song goes. Wake up yeah. in the morning, PJ's on. It's what? five minutes. We're not going to watch the whole thing. I, I would watch the whole thing. That's crazy. Why is it five minutes? I don't know. Because we failed so many times. Oh, yeah, we're just, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Oh. We're just like... Stands on the beat. Zooch it to the beat. I'm just going to do it with Nickelback voice. Same. Oh, with Nickelback voice, I said. Wake up in the morning. Oh, you did do, you did do a couple takes where you changed the voice a bit. Wake up in the morning. Oh, yeah. yeah, Tyler is right now. Oh, we're just having fun. This is so Remember those days? I hate fun. No fun. Remember when there was some vibrancy in the world? Uh-huh. How does this end? An apology. Maybe Stan said something controversial and I skipped right past it. So we're not going to back up and listen to whatever it was. But yeah. whatever it was, Jordan. <laughs> you know, it would be kind of funny if Trump ran for president. Yeah, Don't yeah, you yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way he'll win. But lock her up. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we take a couple more questions before we wrap up? Yeah, I have a, I have a cue here as like a preface on this. I'll read the question, but I, I, my direct question to you would be, I don't know anything about your experience with depression or at least your interpretation of it, but perfect forum for it, mate. I'm starting to get back to work after a huge depressive episode, and I'm struggling so much to allow myself to believe that people don't expect me to go back to 100% immediately or that they are annoyed at me, even though everybody is making the supportive sounds. Not a specific question in that, but an interesting statement. And I, yeah, I wanted to relate that to you because I don't think we've ever talked about that. Ano a mano. I think um, it's very hard to keep out intrusive thoughts like that. The best anecdote for like a similar thing, which maybe will illustrate how, I don't want to say ridiculous because nothing is ridiculous, but people aren't thinking. Uh, like when you go to the gym, no one's looking at you and saying like, oh, this guy's only got fucking 20s on each side. Can't even do the fucking 45s. Yeah. Like really no one is thinking that and you're being harder on yourself. Someone asked earlier, how do I know if I'm being too hard on yourself? That's a situation where yeah. like most people nowadays understand that like, you know, mental illness or even just having a sad day. It's like, we're just all trying to keep on keeping on. Like, so first of all, people are uh, way too self-absorbed, way too focused on their own shit, probably worrying about how other people are viewing them that aren't actually paying attention to them. You know what I mean? And so, and then, and then also like if people are saying the right things, it may be hard, but you kind of just have to like take them at their word until proven otherwise. Cause that's those types of thoughts. It's like a form of anxiety, right? Because it's like not based on fact because they're saying the opposite, but you may have this Mm -hmm. worry that it's hard to get past. And like, like this advice may not work for everyone, but trying to remind yourself of that can. And even the idea that, I mean, you, you're making the statement yourself that you are not back to 100% yet. So the person you are is not going to assess that right. You are less than 100%. So you're going to catastrophize. You're going to think the worst possible situation is happening. And your, in this case, worst possible situation is that people are placating you, but they don't really believe that you're trying your best. Yeah. Or, sorry, I, I'll Venmo you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we need to, uh, that's what we need. We need a soundboard where I can play like a cha-ching <laughs> sound anytime someone says, trying my best. I will one time for the bit. I will Venmo you. I don't know, like four four thousand dollars, three hundred fifty thousand, so we can pay Sky back. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. We need to oh, get no, start a GoFundMe. <laughs> it would be pretty funny <laughs> to start doing that and then be weirdly successful and then not give him the money in a beautiful moment of irony. And yeah, then we get were thinking of ideas. Surgery. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. 
<laughs> Speaking of penis surgery, oh, sorry, like, I'm going to have yeah, to interrupt yeah, yeah, yeah. you uh, to say no, a that's very what I was important thing. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. special penis surgery. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah, the yeah. idea that you should trust your assessment of the situation when you yourself are saying that you aren't at 100% yet means that you need to give yourself some minutes. I know those minutes aren't going to be easy, and I know that you're going to feel just as paranoid, I suppose, is a way of saying it, or concerned, but I don't know. Have the same patience they're having with you. Yeah. And don't, as Java says, don't assume that people are thinking nearly that much. But even if they are, I don't know what your job is. I don't know what your relationship is with them. But if it's as severe as you're describing it, I would be very, very surprised if they straight up don't believe you or have their doubts. There's this book that I really like called Feeling Good, The New Mood Therapy. And reading it or reading the parts of it that I did where it was really helpful for me. But what it does is it kind of um, it outlines all these logical fallacies or mental traps that you can fall into. And when you notice yourself falling into them, it's weirdly liberating to know that like a white dude in the 80s called that number three. You know what I mean? It's like it's number three <laughs> on his list of like things that we do. And like catastrophizing is one of them. And, uh, you know, mind reading is a thing that we do a lot. Where, you know, it's like, we don't know this to be true, but I'm now imagining a world where people are thinking these thoughts that I have no way of proving whether or not they're thinking. And then I'm going to act as if that's true. And that's the world that I'm living in. So it's like the dark matter of fucking like of your emotional state where these things are shifting your perception of the world when in reality, like you don't know any of it to be true to begin with. Yeah, there is, there are no, like, there's no concrete world or like facts of like, oh, this is just how the world is. Everyone is so slammed by like their their thoughts and opinions and anxieties exactly. and, and mental stuff and experiences that if I looked at exactly, if I lived my exact life as someone else, they would think completely different things about who I am and my friends are and my job yeah. is. It's just, it's crazy. I want to take a fun question to close out on. Oh, we had one on my stream the other day that I can maybe like lobby up to you. I have very strong opinions on it, which should not be a surprise. Uh, people were telling me that... <laughs> I don't want to make this statement because I kind of want to lead you to water first and see if you drink. Sure. <laughs> okay. What makes a popsicle? Oh. What makes a popsicle? Do we want popsicle? to take some time offline to really talk about this? Yeah, I think I'm going to need to change my battery again, actually. Yeah. But it's draining at an alarming rate. <laughs> because people were telling me that all a popsicle has to be is something cold on a stick. <laughs> Okay, hold on. If that I'm that this, feels dog to, in the Chicago snow. That feels if I'm wrong. Handle this. I got to change mm -hmm. my background to a pair of knee If you, oh, thank you, thank yeah, you, thank yeah, you. That's important. important. If you look it up, everyone has a different criteria. For me, a popsicle has to be some form of frozen juice on a stick. I wait, but their their definition was anything frozen on a stick. Yeah, yeah it got a little off the rails towards the end because I think you have something so like a push pop or like ice cream on a stick. A push pop is not a is not frozen juice. It is mm. ice cream on a plastic stick. Is that a popsicle? I wouldn't actually call that a popsicle even when I was a kid. Even it's what does pop stand for? Push pop. Oh, interesting. But sickle, the like cause sickle is a, you know, it's a portmanteau. Like it comes from icicle, I imagine, right? So it's like Is that true? Like Jesus, what where would the like sickle and popsicle come from, right? Like uh and uh -huh. so I'm just Wait, can I just the cyclical nature of our lives and eating popsicles being the one nostalgic thing we remember from our childhood <laughs> and having that one memory. Yeah. Uh, that's what cyclical You're crying. sickle, sorry. Yeah. And so it, yeah, it uh, comes from pop, hammer I mean, and I'm sickle. Reflecting. Oh, I've never done it. it, it yeah, I would yeah. say confidently, though I've never I don't believe they were called push pops. Yeah, I this is not uh, uh this no. <laughs> so what about a fudge? What about not. a fudge sickle? Because that has sickle but no pop. So a fudge sickle is like a fudge icicle what yeah. you know is it a, is it a popsicle what, what makes it is it not pop i would say if it is sweet 
Uh-huh. If it is frozen, uh-huh. let me just get real close for ASMR uh-huh. on this uh-huh. one. Uh-huh. Sweet and frozen. Mm-hmm. And it is that shape. It okay, is so pseudo I, I feel like I have something to hit you with frozen banana. Uh, not a popsicle. Not a popsicle. But not a popsicle. that is sweet, that is frozen, I would, and mm, that is phallic. I would say it has to be a frozen liquid. I think that I uh-huh. I think that ice has to be a like a very operative aspect of the thing. Like ice cream, ice like I don't know. Oh, like, you would say ice cream counts. Well, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I would say that like in the like it's not just anything frozen. And it's mm-hmm. not I don't think it's just a liquid. Uh-huh. necessarily because when you're describing something as a frozen liquid like does i mean a lot of things that are frozen could have a liquid form so i don't know well almost anything right at a certain temperature at a certain well That's yeah at really a certain temperature yeah yeah. 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 yeah yeah welcome to the fucking yeah. ben shapiro show yeah. Yeah. yeah know it all because <laughs> uh, i think you're on both sides of the fudgesicle now though right it, well it, so it's, i'm it's trying to like i'm trying to i'm trying to navigate i'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out me too i'm lost in this sea because well, i think my, i don't wait, think i would call fudgesicle. A fudgesicle is that it is at some point liquid yeah i fudgesicle if i'm understanding correctly is a frozen melted fudge kind of chocolate shebang right yeah if you it's were like to leave it to ice cream. it's like chocolate ice cream it's essentially chocolate ice and cream. i feel like you, the, i think a descriptor has to be that if you leave it on a hot summer's day it becomes liquid yeah but i just think that a fudgesicle because it has its own name like it feels like it operates outside of the world of yeah, popsicle. That's fair. It feels like it's Ooh. it's adjacent to the world of popsicle. You know what I mean? And like, uh-huh. where do we put? Uh-huh. What about those like when the ice cream truck would come and you would get like Tweety Bird on a popsicle stick with gumball eyes? Yeah, with gumball eyes or Pikachu or mm-hmm. something like. Is that a popsicle? Because it's on I a popsicle that's betraying, stick. I think that's betraying my my third tenant of the popsicle, Jarvis. The melting. The shape. See, uh-huh. I don't think I don't think the shape has anything to like. I think I don't know if shape. Well, I psychopathic. Guess, I guess psychopathic. I have to say. No, 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 no. You're right because shape it comes from the sickle, right? So it's got a hammer <laughs> and sickle. Ed- Wake up, comrade! Yeah. <laughs> I think the etymology is important. No, I think I think so as well. Uh, no, whoa! I will say I just opened popsicle, which I should point out we as always have some kind of it kind of sounds perverted version here, which is would be like an ice lolly. The mm-hmm. popsicle here is a lot more broad in shape than I thought. There's a lot of these, uh, I guess, hench, thick boy popsicles that are like uh, rectangles. I yeah, there's a that. lot of those. But oh, that's what yeah, I'm like saying. Like, pop. So mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say is like, okay, let's think about the popsicle stick as a, a, a delivery mechanism. Yes. Is anything that is served like cold or frozen on a popsicle stick a popsicle? No, it seems like we're saying, right? I, I have to say no because they're trying to tell me corn dogs are popsicles in my. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to have to throw it out there. First of all, the corn dog would not be reduced to liquid on a hot summer's day unless you left it for a decade or so. Uh, you've clearly never eaten a corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we we have the stick argument. I forgot. I've gone through so many of these, and I'm so tired of it. But otter pops, you know, like it's a tube. There's no stick. There's no popsicle uh, stick. Oh, an otter pop. Yeah, I. Uh, that's a very good question. I would say the auto pop is its own genre if necessary. Oh, what about licking it to eat it? Because you can't really lick a, a corn dog, even if it's frozen, to like consume it. I want to be so careful oh. about getting reported on Twitch. Are we set as explicit? <laughs> <laughs> this one's not for the faint of heart. No, I feel like I feel like the hot summer's day argument is good. I feel like licking it is important. I feel like popsicle sick is important. And I can't deny the oh, but two of those get hit by otter pops because you don't lick it; you like have to bite it out of the. Tongue. Well, I don't yeah, think I an otter throw, pop. I would throw otter pop. So I don't, I don't think an otter pop is a popsicle. 
here's actually Let me here's, here's a premise that I'll throw out there. It seems okay, like it. there's a lot, a lot of sweet frozen candy that isn't, in our opinion, quite a popsicle that brands itself as something else. I'm not seeing a lot of popsicles called like Tasty Popsicle Boy. It's all like the Otter Pop is distinguishing itself as something else. Yeah, it knows yeah. that it's not. Otter Pop, Pop. Otter Pop is not a popsicle. Otter Pop is like Jesus the gogurt of popsicles. I need to sit down. You know what yogurt I mean? is just yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, well, that's why an Otter Pop is a popsicle. No, 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 no. Because we, we talk about we talk about heavy depression, uh, being self-resentful and overblaming, and then we get into popsicles, start weeping and. Well, so what I'm trying to say is, if you took an Otter Pop and you put uh-huh. it on a stick. It, uh-huh. I feel like it would be called a popsicle. I don't think that popsicle means that anything that's in the shape of an icicle is is a popsicle. I think that it needs a popsicle stick. I have what might be an essential update from NPR. Hang on, just let me accept. Yep, you can have all my data for this. You can have all my data. Mm-hmm. How an 11-year-old boy invented the popsicle. I'm going to skim this real quick, but my understanding here is that it comes from the term. He declared it an epsicle, a portmanteau of icicle and its name. That's the thing that he's eating. 1923. Ep- oh, his name. Probably. Yeah, his, his name, name is Epstein, his name is yeah. Fre- Frank Epperson. Jeffrey Epstein. Epper- Epstein. Oh, shit. Oh, by the way, I'm <laughs> watching. It. Is anybody else watching the, the documentary? Netflix documentary? I I'm on gonna start episode four. You got to watch it. By the way, you know, content warning. Lots of stories yeah. of abuse, as you would expect. Oof. But the shit is insane. Got it. I'll is it clearly it. ramping up to covering the the post-quote suicide events or is it more a a, a sort of archive of the things that took place way beforehand i don't know because i how long is it it's four episodes i think and i'm on i have not started episode four yet but so far it's all the stuff pre it's all the like Mm. stuff you know because he went to jail for like 13 months once but it wasn't really going to jail he was allowed to leave every day and then also just better than house arrest basically what would happen is he would uh violate his probation and then all these like attorneys like they would call him on hey he's like literally out of the state right now violating his probation and they'd be like what do you expect us to do and it's like uh your jobs i don't know so i have to lay down the final piece of this are you reading the wikipedia about popsicle because reading reading the npr it it almost seems apocryphal just because it's so peculiar uh Mm -hmm. eventually epperson's children urged him to change the ice pops name to what they called it pops sickle oh he's apostrophes in there he's a pop so it's like grandpa's icicle yeah, grandpa's Which icicle. Yeah, sounds a little problematic. Go itself. But here's the other thing: popsicle is a name brand, so it's kind of like a Kleenex mm. type scenario. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh-huh. if you go to the Wikipedia on popsicle, it's mm-hmm. it's a it's it's listed as a brand of ice pop, and ice pop mm-hmm. is the <gasps> governing article that encompasses That's all this. Us. What makes an ice pop then? So because it's like because ice pops can be referred to as popsicle Canada U.S. Freezer pop U.S. Ice, but I think of those as a freeze pop is like a different thing. Uh, ice lolly, you know, that's what Jordan said. Ice pop and ice block. Ice pop apparently is not like a <laughs> ice block rules. <laughs> oh, in the Philippines, it's called an ice drop, which I, I like. Oh, that's um, fire. So it's a water or milk based frozen snack on a stick. Story checks out. I'm, I'm okay with that one. Is there anything weird that we would consider an ice pop if it was water or I guess could, is there savory milk? Does that exist? Cheese. Oh, frozen cheese on a stick <laughs> is, is an a ice pop. Idea. Frozen cheese yeah, on a but, stick is, but in the same way that like ice frozen ice cream on a stick is is an, uh, is an ice pop because like frozen cheese is not does not become a liquid upon like it's not going to drip on say, your hand. Say, hey, this is Wikipedia, which is the arbiter of all discussions, and it just says it has to be milk based. 
Oh, wait, cheese milk-based? Milk based? Yeah. Cheese is yeah. milk-based, but it's like... If it's queso and you freeze it. Yeah, that, on a stick. That's a I love... The stick is used as a handle to hold it. Without a stick, the frozen product is known as something else. Is that what it says? That's literally what it <laughs> says on Wikipedia. Wow, Otter Pops are not Pops. Let's see what I'm trying to cancel Otter Pops right now. How about we just open up the floodgate? I mean, this is some old school boomer thinking that we have to gatekeep oh. stuff like that. How about mm-hmm. being a Popsicle is self-elective? Something wants to be a Popsicle, it can you know be a Popsicle. What? I'm going to say no. <laughs> ah. <laughs> but also, also, what feels like a crime against humanity, if you go to the Ice Pop Wikipedia page, the example mm-hmm. Ice Pop is a cucumber, elderflower, and mint Ice Pop. <laughs> like, what sort of, like... Yeah, and it's wide. It's so what wide. What sort of gentrification of, of Ice Pops is this? I'm just, I'm picturing Jimmy Wales just chuckling as he reads that one. Yeah, while asking <laughs> you for like, a donation. It. It's like, look, if yeah. you donate at least $30, we'll change it to a... <laughs> I'll change this to an otter pop yeah oh. <laughs> otter pops are frozen treats not popsicles they actually self-identify as not popsicles oh so, so actually yeah. jordan's point now has some uh <laughs> some more yeah. credence hey uh, uh true artists are never understood in their own time <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm glad we really got to the bottom of this got into the real shit i didn't mean to bogart the, the wacky question with no you. that no, was really. you did you, you kidding did. me <laughs> okay. You you covered it up with too heavy a question, are you yeah. thinking? We do have fun. <laughs> we do, don't we? Okay. I was like, well, how do we transition to the end of the show? Used to be um, that. <laughs> thanks, Nate, for joining us on today's episode of Sad Boys. Happy it's a, a lot of great fun. Thanks for inviting um, me. We'll have to have you on again soon because we don't know how to do this Twitch thing. So you will be our, <laughs> you'll guide us through. If people on the internet want to follow you, into the dark. Uh, how might how might they do so? Yeah, uh, on Twitter, I'm Nathan Stans, which is just my name. I am verified, which means I have to uphold a certain moral <laughs> code. Uh, it, the ninja code is what I do. The gamer, uh, not the, the uh, athlete. I create videos on youtube.com slash Stans, S-T-A-N-Z. Been very successful for my short time doing it, which I'm happy Hell about. Yeah. You got youtube.com slash Stans? I bought it from a kid in England. Cool. Nice. I was talking to my chat and I was like, how much should I pay? Like a thousand bucks? And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Offer him a hundred dollars. Yeah. And the kid was like, yeah, definitely. Uh, Jarvis, can you imagine I, that? I have no idea of the scale. Uh, yeah. Getting, getting youtube.com slash Jarvis was tough uh, because mm-hmm. it technically was unclaimable. Because, because like like mm-hmm. because of the way the URLs work, so no one had it. Mm-hmm. But I, that was good for me because right, it was right. impossible to claim. So I was like, okay, all I have to do is convince somebody at YouTube to give me this because no one can possibly get mm-hmm. it. Yeah, no one has it. They're yeah, not yeah, stealing yeah, exactly. it from anyone. Yeah. Stands on Twitter is a food service store with like 90 followers in South Bend, oh, Indiana. Oh, Pete Buttigieg Town. And I asked them and they were like, this is going to be mid five figures at least. We have a lot of marketing material. And I was like, is that like one billboard? Like, can I just pay him for the billboard and buy their at? They would not do it. So I'm Nathan. Five figures at least for 90 followers. Wow. Too bad. Uh, Yeah. And then I had people from my chat, like tweet at them and I felt very uncomfortable. So people, uh, there's like high school kids who regularly DM me uh, for like, hey, I'll buy your app for 30 bucks. (laughs) It's like at Jarvis. I'm like, "Uh, I don't know. I don't know that. That's not enough. You sweating, looking at a button. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Jordan, uh, where can the internet find you if they would like to harass you? Nope, no harassment. Too late. They would like to gingerly uh, harass me with a description of how many muscles I have, and the the minimum is 200 big ones. I start the bidding at 200. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm not going to give you my information. You have to find me. You can find me on literally everything in history, Jordan. That that is weird. I was watching a. I was watching a documentary and you were in the background. Uh, ancient yeah. aliens. I, <laughs> the plane comes down. Jordan Adika written in Sanskrit. I was holding a newspaper from tomorrow. I spoke over you. Jordan Adika. Uh, J-O-R-D-A-N-A-D-I-K-A. You can find me on things if you want to. Wouldn't recommend it, but you certainly could. You can follow me on Twitch. I've been trying to stream. 
Can I get my flipping PC? So I'm currently, and it was actually very sweet the other day, he tried to go get it, but uh, it was an impossible dream, so <laughs> it might be a little while. Uh, but I will probably be doing some music production stuff on there, providing my, my little weenie laptop can handle it. Jarvis, should people follow you? No, but if they want to, uh, I'm at Jarvis on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube, so... You can, that's my first name. Cool, everybody. It's not FaZe Jarvis from FaZe Clan. I got everything but TikTok before he did. <laughs> this is him trying to walk back the cheating thing. Like, I'm not yeah, FaZe Jarvis. Yeah, I'm just a different Fortnite yeah, player. Does, yeah, yeah. does somebody have FaZe Jarvis? Because that could be Train you, FaZe Face Jarvis. <laughs> yeah. I get tagged as that kid, like, so often. Yeah, constantly. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's because that is your yeah, TikTok. That's true. So. I do love yeah. to aimbot. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, we end every episode of Sad Boys with a particular phrase. We love you. And we're sorry. That was Boom, fast. We, and don't forget to read the thing. That was, I wasn't even ready. We didn't even give Nathan a chance to say a thing. Fuck him. So do you have any final words, Stance? Before we kill you. Oh, wait. You, actually. Yeah, you Tell Rochelle I loved her, man. <laughs> there we go. Oh, my there God. We go. Yeah, yeah. Good choice. Yeah, yeah. Nothing to the uh, cats. No, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Nothing about the cats. Yeah, they're dead to me. <laughs> so, hey, you got to hear a funny story. Can I keep this pod going for seven oh, more yeah. hours? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, now we're uh, now that the pod has been wrapped up, we can continue going. Oh, good. We're free. Good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we took Sophie to the vet because, uh, you know, just for a yearly checkup. And they're like, hey, something's a little off in the blood work. We'll run the, like, uh, an ultrasound. Uh, it turns out she also has IBS, like both Rochelle and <laughs> oh my I. God. And she is also a vegetarian now, like Rochelle oh and I. Oh, my God. So, uh, what a silly little What's her opinion on Get Out? Uh, she says she likes it, but she thinks the cash choices were a little weird. Change. Oh, weird. I heard that she would voted for, um, Anubis three times oh, yes. if, if she could. That's a big cat, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now that might be cultural appropriation. I don't know. He might, it might be one of the ones that's like a lizard. Uh -huh. Rami Malik is fuming. <laughs> All right, boys. What are we up to? The rest of the uh, I'm gonna. I gotta. I gotta go do a thing. But I will say to you, my friend, that I love you very, very much. Both of you. One of you more than the other. You be the judge. And uh, I hope we get to talk more. Yeah, yeah. This, you love to hang out. This is great. This is so fun. Thank you so much for inviting. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Also, like whenever we need a 100% gamer. Yeah. On the show, like, Hello. Yeah. You wouldn't have to know anybody, would you? Could you imagine if I was a pundit? I'm like, well, the gamer delegation really thinks this. I'm like the speaker. Nate, can I can I just ask you like a real question? Um, do you are you a gamer because you don't have a life or because you choose to have? So money? I grew up oppressed, and I thought, where can I find a group of people that grew up oppressed like me? And no one is more oppressed than an American gamer. Sure. That's true. I read a profile about that actually. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it would be great to have stands as like one of those recurring guests that becomes like a, a side character in the show. Mm. Like that'd be yeah. fun. The Zane, I'm Kramer. Times. Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just bursts in whenever, you know. That's all I know about Kramer. Is that a thing about that Kramer? Kramer? Who's yeah, to yeah. say? Wild hair, too. Or yeah. black people didn't what's up. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Yeah, he's like, what's he say? He's like, neighbor, Rooney, diddly doo. Yeah, that's exactly what he says. Not Heidi Ho Neighbor, which is from uh, Tool Time. <laughs> but Heidi Ho Neighbor, is that The Simpsons? Yeah. Is that Ned Flanders? Yeah. Or isn't that the Oakley Doakley Nebrino? <laughs> no, no, that's Seinfeld. Uh, uh, that's what yeah, Seinfeld yeah. says when he bursts into a lane's apartment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's Black Frazier. That's what he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Frazier. Oh my God. All right, it's been fun. I love you and I'm in love with you. Catch you later. Catch you later. My name is Jeff.